Welcome, everybody, to the first official show of summertime. <laughs> yes! It is officially here. The longest day of the year was June 21st, I believe. Usually it's around June 21st. Just has me stoked. I love the summertime. Absolutely love it. So I'm in a very good mood. Unfortunately for you, uh, I do have the guitar standing by. We might punctuate some things. I can't promise there won't be a Bon Scott impression. Bon Scott, the uh, the original lead singer from ACDC. Enough of that. I can't promise that won't come around. Let's talk about what's on the show. Let's talk about what we coming got coming up. Uh, yes, that we're going to be touching. We're going to be touching on on Roe versus Wade. Uh, I, and I know it's 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 Roe versus Wade and Dobbs getting overturned. Overload, I imagine by the time by the time this airs. We also have some inside scoops, some stories that I think no one's looking at. So that we're going to give you the heads up there. Uh, some stuff with the IRS. Some stuff with Hunter Biden. Some stuff with the Army. Some stuff in Chicago. Funny stuff. Thank God. Some funny stuff coming out of Chicago. Uh, Jewel, I don't know if you guys vape. Do you vape? I keep, I keep trying to vape. Uh, whatever. But uh, they, they banned Jewel, which seems like a really, really stupid thing. And then uh, Jewel is now uh, uh, suing to get the, the ban unbanned, I guess. Anyway, and then I found something out very interesting there. So that's some of the stuff that we're going to be talking about. Also, uh, you got to come. You got to come out. Ooh, that'd be a good one for Bond. That'd be a good one for Bond, Scott. You got to come out. You gotta come out to the July 1st show at the America First Warehouse. So much stuff going on over there. We'll get into that a little bit later as well. So much. We, uh, we pre-taped some stuff last week. Hilarious. Hilarious. The show's just going great. And I thoroughly enjoy it. You know what's weird? What's not weird? I thoroughly enjoy uh, the sketch comedy. Thoroughly enjoy the stand-up comedy. Hopefully I'm taking it, uh, whatever. <laughs> it's fun. I'm very happy. I'm very happy. I'm very fortunate. So the show is July 1st. We're taping it once again, live studio audience at the America First Warehouse. Their website, theamericafirstwarehouse.com. And for that show tonight, we have ticket links there too, thatshowtonight.com. Oh, and we're going to be talking some more uh, entertainment business stuff. We're talking about movies. We'll be talking about Lightyear, about Doctor Strange, and some James Bond stuff. Hopefully you guys have seen all those movies. Hopefully you've seen all of those uh, franchise. I haven't seen Lightyear. <laughs> have not gone to see it. But I have seen the other two. So we're going to be getting into that too. All right. So first and foremost, and I also, oh, we, you know what? Maybe that'll be... Maybe that'll be a Patreon segment of the show. I want to talk about last week's podcast and and Taylor Ferber, who was a lot of fun. Just a cool chick. Just a very cool chick. Good attitude. Good attitude with the Taylor Ferber. I liked it all. Okay, so hopefully you guys dug that too. And then let me know who, uh, what other guests. I'm reaching out to some buddies. There's going to be more guests in the future. That's coming. Okay, so let's talk about uh, row rage. The, the rage against, uh, Roe versus Wade being overturned. And I guess there's another court case Dobbs in there as well. So as I understand it, so the people on the, the pro-abortion side are saying, uh, this is a constitutional right to privacy, which I don't think I'm not a lawyer, but that doesn't uh, that doesn't 
hold up to me. Like, I have a constitutional right to do this because I have a, a right to privacy. Aren't, uh, aren't all murders usually private? Isn't that usually a private thing? So, I don't think that holds up. And I, I don't see the word, oh, this is going to be so snarky. I don't remember reading the words abortion in the Constitution. So, you'll find that these arguments about abortion, and let me tell you, I'll just tell you right now. I think you have a very, very short window on when you can uh, get rid of a clump of cells. That's what they're saying. Because, uh, and I don't want to get too deep into this. I really, really don't. But when they were doing Roe versus Wade, they just didn't have the technology. They, you couldn't, you, you, I don't think there was an ultrasound and all this other stuff. And now they know that like, ooh-wee, that, that, that is a baby. That's a, that's a human being in there. And I don't think that the, the restrictions, everybody's like, oh, there's restrictions, these restrictions, and it's, it's, you know, how many weeks and this many weeks. And it, it seems like we were really on, we were like, like in North Korea territory in terms of how many weeks uh, you could be along. So here would be my advice. Here's my advice to the, uh, to the pro-abortion people. And I think that there's, there's always unintended consequences. Always unintended consequences. When, when something like this happens and uh, abortion is, is not a constitutional right and the Constitution doesn't defend it, so now you have to go to, back to states' rights. You, go, you have to go back to the states. Here's the unintended consequences. I think this does have a big uh, effect on the midterms. Sure, you've got the emotional argument of, uh, oh, they're, because they, they make these horrific, these horrific emotional arguments. You know, you're not going to be able to get an abortion. You're going to be tied to a table and you're going to have to give birth. And it's like that freaking Amazon show and you're all going to be walking around in red robes and white coffee filter hats. I doubt very seriously that that'll happen. But hey, it sells tickets. It sells tickets. It gets people off their feet or off the, out of their seat, rather, to vote. Here's the unintended consequence. Uh, the left is going to mobilize. They're going to mobilize, and they're going to use this to get people, hey, sign up to help us with this, and sign up to help. You use a scare tactic, like, oh, they're going to come uh, into, into your garage, and they're going to strap you to a table, and then you have to stay pregnant for the rest of your life. They'll use that to motivate people to get active and get organized. And I think that that's what will be uh, a big a big problem for the midterms, because with with Biden and even with even you go back to 2016 and Hillary, it was just like oh just you gotta 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 get rid of Trump, gotta make sure Trump isn't in there. Got it was just like this really broad message, and then of course you had you had mail in ballots. Don't get me shouted. So I think that the left is going to return to like an old school grassroots. We're having meetings. We're going door to door. We're signing people up. As long as everybody's prepared for that. The, uh, the uh, Roe versus Wade being overturned is going to motivate some people. It's going to motivate some people. And yes, they've been having a little bit of fun uh, with the protests. I was kind of... Uh, less than impressed uh, with the with the protest action of it, and maybe this is a uh, you know it's a fallout from the the leaker. Because I think that's what happened. I think because because the decision got leaked before they had technically made it, people got kind of fired up then. But they were like, oh, we're kind kind of fired up, but let's wait and see what really happens. And then when it really happens, you're almost halfway there mentally. So it, it took a lot of uh, wind out of the, the protestation sails of the, of the USS protest. There's been some marches, but like, I was really, I, th I thought there was going to be a lot more violence. There was definitely a lot of horrible rhetoric. If we're going by uh, 
if we're going by January 6th, if we're going by uh, January 6th terms, then uh, wow, we, we really, there's an equal and opposite because Trump is like, we're going to have to fight. We're going to have to fight. And like, oh boy, Trump said fight. And now you look at, uh, I wrote an article about this. I put a little montage together. Uh, Maxine Waters. Oh, go Maxine. We're going to fight in the streets. We're going to, she's calling people to rise up. AOC calling people. Yeah, Gavin Newsom is like, we got to fight like hell. Everybody's, everybody's, we got to fight. And, And Maxine Waters, reclaiming my time. Reclaiming my time. She's just like, we're going to ignore it. Like the law, she just says, she's calling for people to get activated. This isn't anything. You're going to see thousands and tens of I. And then, uh, uh, oh, I'm looking for her, her super juicy quote where she said it's illegitimate and we're going to fight. So uh, they'll never get in trouble. They won't get in trouble for saying that. You can't. So... That's the unintended consequence. The unintended consequence is now it's a state-by-state thing. And so the Democrats are really going to dig in and get motivated. So it's always something, kids. It's always something. Everybody who thinks that, like, oh, there's going to be a red wave. There should be. There should be a red wave. Nothing about this whole situation of America right now is good. We'll talk about, oh, we're going to talk about drag shows, too. That's just, that's a, that's one. In the great, in the great political game of chess, uh, I think, I think the drag show is, is the checkmate in that. Like, how do you defend that? How do you defend exposing kids to, to sexual, I just, whoo. Okay, so we'll wrap it up here with uh, with Roe versus Wade. There's other options. Hopefully, listen. If uh, here, here's the thing with the GOP too. Just just be uh, the other side of the aisle. Calm your tits, uh, uh, GOP. This is this is a, this is a huge win, but I've seen some really really uncool shit uh, coming out of the right lately. Like you, you've we've taken away the the the, the federal aspect uh, of of abortion, and now people are like, oh, no. I mean, you hear these rumblings uh, about, uh, oh, they're gonna come after birth control next, and like, hey, I got zero problem with birth control, zero problem. You you prevent uh, the the event of conception from even happening, no problem there. That's just me. So everybody just take a little moment. And then, hey, uh, there's other stuff you can do. There's all kinds of fun stuff. There's all kinds of fun stuff you can do. You can, uh, <laughs> I, won't get into, I won't get into all of the fun you can have. But listen, uh, <laughs> the... For every dude who's trying to talk his girl into butt stuff, I think, I think you just got the go-ahead. You just got the green light. You're like, baby, uh, boy, I want to be with you. But uh, uh, our state doesn't believe in, uh, we don't, our state's not, doesn't have legal abortions anymore. So, uh, hey, you know, we could probably, I, I think I figured out a way we could have some fun and be, be super safe. So congratulations. Congratulations to all the dudes who are like, we should try butt stuff. She says, ooh. <laughs> no way. Grab me some lube. Grab me some lube. All right, that's just silly. Okay, so that's that's my take on Roe versus Wade. You always have to look for the unintended consequences. Every single time. That's why I don't like big government. That's why I don't like big sweeping laws. That's why I just like less is more. The more you try to mess with something, the more unintended consequences 
there's going to be. If you would have asked me two weeks ago, yeah, red wave, red wave. Yup, slam dunk, slam dunk. Now, I'm not so sure. All right, so let's get into, I want to get into something here that no one else is talking about, which is very, very disconcerting. The IRS, the Internal Revenue Service, is buying ammo. And I'm, it is the creepiest thing. The IRS has spent $700,000 on ammunition. And the Railroad Retirement Board is buying, okay, uh, is buying ammo. So I'm at, I'm at this fact-checking website. Uh, the subject of guns and ammunition has been re- reinvigorated after people began to take notice of the IRS purchasing ammunition. Okay. So, uh, in 2016, they spent like five grand on, on, on ammo. <coughs> and now that number is much, much higher. So, are they cornering the market on, not cornering the market, but are they trying to raise the cost? Is this like, uh, taking a bunch of ammunition off the shelves so now people can charge more for ammunition to make it less available. It just... I, why, did, why does the IRS have 5 million rounds of ammo? Like, why, why would they even need this? The, and, and Matt Gates is saying that in 2022 alone, the IRS has spent around $725,000 on ammo. Why? I just don't see why uh, the IRS would need that, that much ammunition unless they're trying to take it off the shelves and unless they're uh, just trying to make ammunition, the, the existing ammunition, more expensive so people don't have the availability to it. Listen, I don't, they definitely want the guns. They definitely want the guns. And it makes perfect sense. They come at it from every angle, from absolutely every angle. There's lawsuits now where they're like, oh, we should be able to sue the manufacturer uh, of guns. And hey, what good is a gun if you don't have freaking ammunition? This is a real, uh, this is a big, big issue. We, you can't, your gun is worthless if you cannot buy ammo. Uh, and I guess, I guess the IRS, to be fair, the IRS does have special agents. And then here's the number. So, okay. So the IRS does have special agents and those agents have weapons. <laughs> but here's how much ammo in uh, between 2009 and 2011, IRS special agents accidentally fired their weapons 11 times. <laughs> so they've used 11 bullets. They've used 11 bullets. Oh, we got we to gotta replenish those. We have got to replenish those. That's crazy. So they've used 11 bullets. <laughs> they've used 11 bullets. And they're like, oh boy, we better... We better buy uh, seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars worth of ammo to replace those uh, those eleven bullets. It is something to keep your eye on. I love doing that. I mean, I like I like being uh, the guy that gives you the heads up. And not a lot of people have the heads up on if you've got a gun, make sure you got ammo because suddenly now uh, the IRS is buying ammo, and they say. Uh, the Railroad Retirement Board, which I, I got to look into this one as as we speak. Oh, no, it's a freaking video. Stupid, stupid, stupid. And then here's the here's the other big uh, here's the other big story that we got to keep an eye on. 
Military recruiting numbers. They are way off. They are way off. They say the army, uh, they're, they're the most challenging recruiting year since 1973. And uh, they are down by, oof, they're down by big numbers, big numbers. They, uh, I guess they just, they signed a waiver now that you don't even have to be a, a high school graduate. So they'll just take anybody? 21% of youth, 12 to 19 year olds are obese. And only 51% of high school students attended a physical, physical education class. It, it, it is... We don't have people that qualify. We don't have people that qualify for the military. The Air Force, they're going to they're gonna drop their goals, reassess their goals. They got to reduce the numbers uh, to, to super, to, to new lows. It's the most challenging recruiting year since 1979. The Army recently announced it's been forced to cut its size by 12,000 soldiers because it can't find enough volunteers to fill the ranks. They are in, Army Chief of Staff General McConville stated they are in a war for talent. They're probably in a war for talent because, yeah, people are, uh, people are bigger. And you got an uh, all-inclusive Army that where you have to be vexed. And the way the way the military shapes up, there's it's not a good gig anymore. It's not a good gig, uh, and the vaccination thing is just horrible. It's just horrible. Oh, you got to get a vax. Got to get a vax, or you can't get in. Got to get a vax. Well, hell no, no way. I know a lot of people that, that uh, have buddies of mine that have joined the military because you get the you get the you get the college. That's a, it's a good gig. You know, especially I think right now with like with us getting out of so out of Afghanistan and what a what a wonderful what a wonderful display that was militarily. But now's a good time, I think, to sign up. You're like, okay, so I'm probably not going to see combat. Yada yada yada. Get a bunch of money for college. Yay hooray! But boy, you throw in that vax. You throw in that. Hey, here you go. Welcome to the military. You might get the sads. You might get the sad, which is like a legit thing now. The uh, sudden adult death syndrome, which, once again, is a whole other can of worms. So get your get yourself some ammo, because uh, the IRS is going to try to buy it. And our military, it's worrisome. Not really kicking ass. Not really kicking ass in the same in the in the uh, in the latest engagements. And now their numbers are at crisis levels. There is a recruiting crisis. So, I, 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 I've said it before on the show, and I'm going to say it again. This, uh, this train that we're headed on, there's not a pot of gold at the end of it. it it's going to be, it's going to be bad. When you've got uh, the the woke military, and what are the trans people wearing, and what are the, what lipstick can the gay? It's just. The military has to be focused on uh, destroying the enemy. That's just it. There's, that's that's it. You you. How do I destroy the enemy and take away their will to fight? That's it. Everything else is just completely stupid. And listen, if uh, well, whatever. If uh, I don't think we can lower the, I don't think we can lower the standards anymore for how many push-ups and how many chin-ups and all that th- that other stuff. How about, uh, and this, this this is a beautiful little thing. What started me, one of the things that really started me down the road of like not digging big government is like, what if big government's wrong? That's why I like the, 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 whole, the whole 50 states and Puerto Rico and all that stuff. You got 50 different little experiments. You guys do it this way, we're gonna do it this way. The, the, best, the best system will win. 
when the U.S. back in the 50s, they did that food pyramid and we have never been the same. Big Brother came out and was like, this is how you got to have like, I forget what it was, like what, 12 servings of pasta. and <laughs> It's just, just craziness, just absolute craziness. And we've never been the same since that. You look at the old pictures, boy, that, that, those, you see like uh, the, the pictures of uh, the Atlantic City boardwalk in, in the 1950s, uh, the early 50s, and you're like, holy crap, everybody out there is a supermodel. Everybody's just thin to win. And then the government steps in, oh, don't worry, we'll fix this problem, we'll get you going. And now we're a bigger society. Leave us alone. Leave us alone, big brother. Because when you're wrong, you're wrong. When you're wrong. Okay, so here's what we got coming up. We're going to be talking about more about uh, uh, the big show, some of the stuff that we taped for that show tonight. We got uh, my, my assessment of Doctor Strange and some... I'm really going to lay into the James Bond of it all. I really got to lay into the James Bond of it all. And we're going to talk about words women hate. We did a skit that featured words women hate. And I would be remiss uh, if I didn't talk about that. So stick around. We will be right back. I'm Mike, founder of DollarShaveClub.com. What is DollarShaveClub.com? Well, for a dollar a month, we send high-quality razors right to your door. Yeah, a dollar. Are the blades any good? No. Our blades are f***ing great. Each razor has stainless steel blades and aloe vera lubricating strip and a pivot head. It's so gentle a toddler could use it. And do you like spending $20 a month on brand name razors? 19 go to Roger Federer. I'm good at tennis. And do you think your razor needs a vibrating handle, a flashlight, a back scratcher, and ten blades? Your handsome-ass grandfather had one blade and polio. Looking good, pop-up! Stop paying for shave tech you don't need. And stop forgetting to buy your blades every month. Alejandro and I are going to ship them right to you. We're not just selling razors. We're also making new jobs. Alejandro, what were you doing last month? Not working. What are you doing now? Working. I'm no Vanderbilt, but this train makes hay. So stop forgetting to buy your blades every month and start deciding where you're going to stack all those dollar bills I'm saving you. We are DollarShaveClub.com, and the party is on. I know karate. I know jiu-jitsu. I drive like a gang. So when I'm coming to see you, see you, see you. We're back, we have survived, and we're ready to carry on with the show. Carry it on with the show, and don't forget... makes me laugh so hard, you guys. <laughs> no one, when's the last time somebody in rock and roll just dropped a, ooh, ooh. <laughs> I think Bon Scott might have been the first and the last. Okay, so we're, let's, let's just dive into it uh, real quick, right here. Uh, haven't had it. Oh, and I would, I would be remiss if, uh, if I were to excuse Hunter Biden, of all the of, the, of all the other stories uh, that we're looking into, Roe versus Wade and the IRS buying ammo and all this other stuff, uh, we haven't given up on you, Hunter. We're still watching you. We're still watching you with uh, with with great interest. I haven't forgot about you. I know they want us to. I know they want us to. Oh, Ukraine! They're like. Ooh, Ukraine. Ooh, Ukraine. Yeah, but that's, Ukraine takes me right back to Hunter Biden. 
Have we given another uh, $100 million to Ukraine? How much? Isn't it weird? Don't you guys find it odd? That as soon as we get out of... Uh, as soon as we get out of uh, Afghanistan and that money pit that they they completely oh Ukraine money pit money pit and we're not even getting into the gas aspect of it all and the diesel aspect of it all and the inflationary aspect of it all but oh yeah let's give oh we gotta give money to Ukraine and Hunter that's where and Joe Biden's brother. Is anybody else talking about Joe Biden's brother, the uh, the uh, construction guy? And just so you know, when I said construction guy, I was making the uh, I'm a member of the mob face. Face. Okay. So all of these things will be made fun of at the America First Warehouse. There's a big rally there. There was a big rally there yesterday. They're very, um, I dig it how active uh, all those cats are at the America First Warehouse and the local politics and they're raising money for this person and that person and I'm helping out. It's all great stuff. They're, they're fantastic people and that's where we do the show. We filmed uh, a bunch of stuff. It was uh, very, very funny. And then uh, my buddy and I, my buddy and I were doing a show, we're doing a skit involving... Uh, words, some words. <laughs> We're doing this skit. I don't know if it's going to make the show, so I'm going to, I'll tell you about it right now. And if you think it's funny, then you can watch it. We're doing, we got these characters that we do that give out love advice. They give out love, and they're, of course they're losers. Losers giving out love advice is always funny to me. So in the course of taping this skit, uh, I use the word moist. And I did it on purpose because it's one of those words that, like, women hate. And so a guy is like, you know what? You know what What, what gets my lady moist? <laughs> Which to me was hilariously funny. You guys see it. So I did a little bit of research. And here are, and I want to, so ladies, if you're driving, if you're driving your car, you might want to pull over now because I'm about to unleash. Here's, here's. Some words that women hate. And I find this so funny because, like, I don't know a single dude that hates a word. Like, legit hates a word that you use in everyday, ordinary conversation. So here's, here's, here's the words. Here's the words that women hate the most. Coming in at number one, moist. <laughs> women, moist. They don't like moist and they don't like squirt i'm telling you right now i when i was a kid i think it's still out there on the market there's a uh, there's a soda called squirt and i think it's a uh, it's a like a grape it's delicious i like squirt <laughs> it's a grapefruit uh based soda and you'd, we'd use it in uh, mixers for drinks all the time squirt <laughs> I like squirt. Boy, I, I really, I was surprised to see squirt on the list. So uh, here's the next one. Panties. Ladies, you don't like the word panties? I don't know what it is about that. Well, I, that's a perfectly fine, that's a perfectly fine word. Panties. Like take off them panties. I, I got to watch it. You say, take off them <laughs> take off them moist panties. <laughs> All right, moving on. Uh, chunky, my God, how do you how do you go shopping for uh, for chocolate chip cookies if you don't like the word chunky? They're 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 selling they're they're selling cookies to you by using chunky. You don't like the word chunky? I guess. Wow. <laughs> maybe, maybe, uh, maybe some people don't like that word more than others. Chunky, chunk. I think it's a it's a wonderful word. It's a chunky's. Listen, I don't agree with any of these. Moist is a great word. I like my cake moist. Squirt. That's a fun one. Squirt is fun. And right now you're in your car going, stop saying it, stop saying it. Panties. I might give you panties. I might give you that one. Uh, chunky, no. You're going to have to learn to be okay with the word chunky. 
And then here's the last, here's the last two, curd, curd. Can you imagine being in the Middle East and that's how you identify? You like, you are a Kurd and you've been fighting for the freedom of your people and for independence for decades and you come over to America to raise money and you're like, yes, I, I am a Kurd. And then some chick in DC is like, ooh, gross, just stop, please, don't. Could you be something else? How about we introduce you as an Afghani, Afghanistan regional, regionally challenged person? I just don't like the word Kurd. And the last one, and then I'll let this whole thing go, flap. You don't like the word flap, ladies? Good Lord. How do you close a box? <laughs> insert insert slot A into flap B. It's, it's crazy. It's, well, it's not crazy. I'm not calling you crazy. Boy, there's a, there's a word I'm sure a lot of ladies hate. Don't call me crazy and don't tell me to calm down. Okay, so we did a scene about that and it led me down this, this path of, I knew women didn't like words. Nipple. I know, I know there's a lot of ladies out there that don't like nipple. And I can't believe there's a list. Like if you had to ask a dude, hey, make a list of words you hate, he's just gonna look at you like you're crazy. Like what is, what is, what is wrong where you, you just hate words? Moist squirt, panties, chunky, curd flap. Somebody's, somebody's head just exploded. Somebody's head. Just exploded. Okay, we got to talk about this one too uh, as we go on. Oh, I've got a phone call later today. I'm self-publishing the book. I wrote a book. It's pretty good. I'm pretty happy with it. it we're going to self-publish. I'm. Uh, that is this, the shortest distance between two points. I'm tired of waiting. So I'm going to be looking into some uh, artists to, to do the artwork for it, and I will announce that on another show uh, coming up. But I'm just, I can't hang out. I got I to gotta go. I'm not going to wait for this publisher to get back to me and this person and that person. It's just, <laughs> and then I'm wondering, like this is a, this is a, a piece of fiction. I might do like, a, I don't know, I might do like a slice of life, like advice book. I don't know. We'll see what the next one's going to be. But I find now, this is really weird. I've gone from like, oh my God, I can never write a book. And that's why I did it. That is why I did it. I, this is not a story that, I, oh, I desperately need to get this out into the world. I just wanted to see if I could write a book. I've written scripts, uh, television scripts and movie scripts and all that other stuff. There was something daunting about the idea about writing a piece of fiction. So I just wanted to tackle it. Is it the story that I just had to tell? to make my 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 moist my moist chunkiness squirt <laughs> no but is it a good book yes i think it's very good it's a first attempt i know i'm going to look back at it i'll look back at it and go ooh i'll go ooh all right <laughs> we have to talk about uh this because it's just so funny not that i don't feel bad for these people in chicago in Chicago, Illinois, the cops can't chase people now. Like if you if you commit a crime, uh, you come out of a store with a bunch of stolen goods, and the, and a cop sees you, and then you start to run, they're not allowed to chase you. So heads up, criminals! Like as if it couldn't be easier to be a criminal and sh like, I think you've got, what is it, a $700 limit? You go into a store, you take a bunch of stuff. They don't, they don't even, it's not even a crime if it's under a certain amount. And now the police can't chase you. And I'm, I'm wondering, it, that is if you run. So I'm wondering, does a jog count? Like if you commit a crime and the cop goes, hey, you stop, then you start jogging. Is that, is there a speed variable here? Does a, does a power walk count? If you walk quickly, is the, are the police allowed to power walk after you? Or once you establish that your intent is to not listen, do they have to let you go? Which leads me to this, ladies and gentlemen. So the only people who are going to get in trouble in Chicago 
for crimes are the people who stop and listen to the police. So if you're speeding and a cop goes to pull you over, are they allowed to do that? Because they have, if you're speeding, if you're going like 65 in a 55, they have to chase you down to give you the ticket. So wouldn't that count for they, that, that's, a, that's a high speed pursuit, really. And they're chasing you. So you got to throw that one out. That'd be a fun one for a lawyer to get on. Hey, no, you had to chase me. It was a high speed pursuit. This shouldn't apply. So they really are counting on the law abiding citizens to be, oh, you illegally parked. Oh, you were going 36 and a 35. I got to give you a ticket. Oh, you weren't wearing your seatbelt. It's going to be, they're counting on the law abiding citizens. You know what I'm saying by law abiding. They're, they're counting on the good people who respect the police to pull over and take the fine and get in trouble and get the points on their license and deal with all the bureaucracy. Meanwhile, uh, the criminals just have to speed walk away and nothing happens to them. Are you fucking high? Are you out of your freaking mind? It's going to be, I get so pissed off in New York when you see it. When you, when you get up in the morning, you're like, oh my gosh, this guy attacked people uh, with a knife. This guy attacked somebody on the subway platform. Oh, this guy just freaking cold cocked this person. Oh, this dude uh, killed somebody by pushing in front of a train. Like all these horrible crimes going on in New York. Horrible crimes. And people are leaving the police force in record numbers. But there's horrible crime everywhere. And then you're driving in New York and you got these uh, cops uh, just sitting there waiting to give you a ticket on the side of the freeway. And, and literally, like, you, you're thinking, go fight a crime. Go fight a crime. So I'm moving with the flow of traffic, and I'm doing 66 and a 65, and then you're going to pop me? Oh, you're a lawbreaker. And it's just that, that it's just, they're counting on the law-abiding citizens to play along. And how long are we going to do that? How long are the... Uh, are the good people of this uh, country just going to go, okay, yep, that's a $300 fine. That's on me. When literally, I think you could just keep, you could just keep going. You could just keep, just keep driving. And you don't have to pay a cent, according to the Chicago laws. Let's do a Chicago crime check. Let's see, let's see what Chicago did uh, over the weekend. I think it was uh, 15, 15 people shot in Chicago over the weekend because they care so much. They care so much. They care so much about uh, crime and, and guns and gun violence. That's why they've come up with all these great laws to get the guns out of the hands of criminals. I love it. Some city did a gun buyback program. And what the kids had learned is that you could take some old pipe and uh, tape it together and make what felt like a gun and what weighed about as much as a gun and then they would give you $300 or $400. That's, I love that inventiveness. Like, boy, they're giving these people $300. I don't have a gun. I'll make a fake one and turn it in. It's fantastic. There's never, ever any, uh, there's no end to it. There's no end to it. Okay, we're going to get into some uh, some Hollywood aspects of stuff and some, uh, some what's on the web stuff. But Hollywood is losing their mind over, uh, over Roe versus Wade. And it's, uh, it's, you got your usual suspects. Rob Reiner, uh, Cher. Like, it's, it's always like, and uh, ooh, Pink. Pink is is sounding. Here's what Pink tweeted. Let's be clear. If you believe the government belongs in a woman's uterus, a gay person's business or marriage, like that, that's not even part of it, Pink. That's not even part of it. Uh, or that racism is okay. Like, how is all that tied to Roe versus Wade? And then she's going, please never listen to my music again. Okay. So, uh, yeah, the government doesn't belong in a, in a woman's uh, uterus. A woman gets to decide what goes in there. So I would give it great thought, Pink. I would give great thought to who's getting uh, access 
to your uterus. And might I also suggest some butt stuff? I think, uh... <laughs> That's the thing. It's, it sounds so trite, but just don't. Maybe don't get pregnant. Pink. Ooh, is that is that too old school? Uh, ooh, Daisy Fuentes is mad. And hey, I just want to say, I didn't even know Daisy Fuentes was still a thing. Good for her. All right, let's talk about Hollywood. As we use that as our little, as our little uh, segue there. I watched Doctor Strange, and this will also go into the uh, what's on the web aspect of it because the 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 review is posted up at the website and as you know the uh the wokeness is everywhere the wokeness is everywhere however with dr strange i'm trying to think about how i want to uh preface this i'm delighted that buzz lightyear tanked i'm delighted that it tanked that's that's just good news that's just good news i guess pixar really really fought and i'm I haven't seen the movie and I can't speak to the whole film. I wasn't even bummed out about the Chris Evans thing. I kind of thought that was clever. That you had, oh, here's Buzz Lightyear, the human being, uh, voiced by uh, Chris Evans. And then the toy is, you know, uh, Tim Allen. I thought that was kind of fun. But this whole, uh, you know, lesbian kiss and the relationship and they have a baby. And I'm sure it's a small part of the film. But, uh, and then there's some sidekick girl that Buzz Lightyear seems to be stuck with. <clears throat> nope. They've lost the plot. They've lost the plot in- entirely with this woke thing. And it's the most dang, well, beyond, beyond a parent that just wants to take their kid to a movie and then all of a sudden they have to explain, you know, lesbian kisses and all that stuff. And where did the lesbians get a baby? It's like... That expectation should not be around for for a for a children's film. You shouldn't have to go to the movie theater to watch a kids movie, and and then go. Oh, I wonder what kind of awkward conversation I might have to have. No, that's horrible. That's not entertainment. That's not entertainment. But the thing I want to point out that seems to be the big problem, and like creatively for Disney, and it's just so insanely boring is this whole uh, sassy girl sidekick or the, the sassy girl co-star. It's in every... I first noticed it when they did Hawkeye. Remember the Hawkeye, the the Avenger, and then he had a, he had a show on Disney+. Plus. I remember seeing the, the uh, promos for it. No, Hawkeye, it's uh, the week before Christmas and he's trying to get Christmas shopping done and already I'm like, what? What the hell? What a what a what? Wasn't he just running all around the globe just killing mafia people? Didn't he just lose his mind and he was a killing machine? And now it's like Hawkeye's having an adventure in the city. And then he gets stuck with like a a sassy teenage girl who wants to be like him, but she doesn't follow the rules like he... And now he's got to like be her mentor. And you're like, what? What? What are we doing? It's it's Hawkeye and the the sassy sidekick? Well, they've done it again with, uh, with Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange, the whole plot of the movie. And Doctor Strange is just too stupid for words. This guy's just a freaking dummy. You've got the whole uh, Spider-Man multiverse thing. Spider-Man comes in. What if no one knew I was Spider-Man? Could you cast a magic spell so that no one would know I'm Spider-Man? Uh, sure, kid. Yeah, there'll be no unintended consequences there. And, uh, and yeah, a, a, a physician, a surgeon, a smart man, a learned man, Dr. Strange, that would never occur to him. So here we go with Dr. Strange being stupid once again, uh, with sassy sidekick, who's the key to everything. He has to hang out with sassy sidekick the whole time. And then you think about the show uh, Kenobi. Uh, and once again, oh Kenobi, he's gotta he's gotta hang out with this brash little girl. It's young Princess Leia, and she's headstrong, even though she's like friggin' six years old or whatever. She doesn't play by the rules. She's sassy. And Kenobi, what's Kenobi gonna do? And then you've got he's being he's being chased by another 
<laughs> sassy girl who doesn't play by the rules. It's all just horrible. Is like is that like the only pitch that they have in these meetings? Like, ooh, what if Ben Kenobi had to deal with a sassy girl? Ooh, what if Hawkeye had to deal with a sassy girl? Ooh, what if Doctor Strange had to deal with a sassy girl? <laughs> no. They're coming out with these shows that are nothing but sassy girl. Ooh, Miss Marvel, she's a sassy girl and she's got superpowers. Ooh, She-Hulk, she's a sassy girl. And you got Thor, Love and Thunder. It's the sassy girl. It's We're in sassy girl city. They even had, uh, they even had a version of sassy girl in the latest James Bond which I'm going to get into over on the Patreon segment of the show. This one's gone a little bit long. We've got a wonderful uh, uh, segment of, of the, the, the Patreon show. We've got to talk about Jewel. We're going to be talking about not Jewel the singer. No, 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 my Alaskan friends. Uh, Jewel, the, uh, the vaping uh, thing that they're trying to get rid of. We're going to talk about that, and we're going to talk about uh, James Bond that I just saw, and some other things over on Patreon. You guys, we got a big, big week for you. There's going to be a lot of, uh, oh, oh, a lot more posting. Videos every Monday and Friday. We do the live stream on Facebook every Wednesday. Thank you guys for being there for all of those. Facebook is really trying to make our lives difficult because, of course, <coughs> They know the midterms are right around the corner. You're all fantastic. Um, may your may your chunky panties <laughs> may your may your may your panties always be moist and your chunky curd always be flapped. I don't even I don't even know. Ooh, one last question. Uh, why are those why are those pants still on? I almost said panties. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>